My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. We have a super exciting uh, interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on all the way from Guatemala, who's been in Dallas, Texas for about 10 years. Um, you know, his, this is Pedro Menezes. He's a real estate professional and investor, an Airbnb property manager, the founder of The Way of the Modern Beast, and he's also the host of Chronicles of the Modern Beast, which is a podcast that is rated uh, top for entrepreneurs. So he's on the mission to help investors build generational wealth through, re through real estate. So welcome to the show, Pedro. Thank you so much for coming on. How's it going? Brittany, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's going great. And by the way, you said right. My last name. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to overthink it and, and butcher it. I'm just going to let it flow out of my mouth. And I guess I, I, I got it. So that's great. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. uh, so Pedro, do you mind taking us back a little bit? Tell us a bit of your story. You know, I gave you a really brief intro and uh, if you want to fill in the gaps and let us know how you got to where you are today and all the success, um, tell us a little bit about the journey, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Well, thank you for allowing me to share that uh, with your audience. So first of all, like you mentioned, uh, I was born and raised in Guatemala. I've been living in the United States for 10 years. Um, but how can I compress 10 years of journey? Uh, it's been crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. This whole decade has been insane. I love it. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's been a lot of growth. <clears throat> I have experienced so many things that brought me to where I am right now. But, you know, everything started because I got to a point in my life where I had enough of the life what, that I was living. Because I know probably you hear so many stories about successful people, how they come from poverty or dysfunctional families and things like that. <clears throat> well, my parents got divorced, but I grew up in a really good family. You know, my, my dad built a successful business. He still owns his business. Um, and he gave us a really good life, especially to me that I'm the little one. I'm the only boy. So as you can imagine, they spoil me like no one. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> that didn't really help me when I, when I grew up and became an adult, you know, because I had this mentality of entitlement of thinking that the world owed me something and I was so wrong. So that took me to make so many mistakes in life and never graduate college, which by the way, I'm grateful that I never did. <laughs> but, um, you know, my whole life, I, now that I look back into my life, I, I, I can see that I, since I was a little kid, I have this entrepreneurship spirit in me. You know, I never like rules. I never like people telling me what to do. I hate school. Like I hated it so bad. People telling me how to do what, how to do things, how to live, how to do this. And I never, I never fit in those boxes, you know? So when I decided to leave is because I was in a point where I felt uh, engagement that I had at that point. Uh, felt school, felt jobs, felt everything in my life. And I was like, you know, I need to get away from this. I need to get away from all these people around me. I need to get away from my family. I need to find my way. I'm 24 years old. I'm about to be 25. I'm a man. What in the hell I'm doing with my life? And long story short, the opportunity showed up. 
you know, and a couple of weeks later, I found myself flying into the U.S. And that was the last time I saw my country. You know, I haven't got back in, in 10 freaking years. So <laughs> we're planning on going back next year. But that's how everything started for me. You know, <clears throat> I just decided to pack all my stuff. That's what I call my burn the damn ships moment in my life. Because uh, I was it was a decision that I made where I was like, OK, I'm not going back. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I knew what I was coming for. I had a sales job that I got hired before I moved here. But other than that, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how my life would look like in five, 10 years down the road. Uh, I was just a tourist, you know, so eventually I became illegal and lived a couple of years as an illegal immigrant. And it was not easy. But during those times, I learned some of the most valuable lessons in my life. So that's how I end up here. I lived in several states. I live in Virginia Beach in Colorado, Reno, where I met my wife. <clears throat> then now Dallas, where we started a, a real estate business a few years ago. And, and here we are now building an empire. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. You know, talk to us a little bit about, uh, I love your story. Thank you for filling in the gaps. But curious, just um, as living as an illegal immigrant, um, was it because, you know, you didn't have... Um, I know when I lived in Costa Rica, I had to leave every 90 days um, because I was in a uh, citizen there. It was it kind of the same in the States or were there different? How did that happen? Well, yes, you have that option. You know, the problem with me was that when I first came here, they gave me six months because usually that's how they give you. Right. Right. Uh, so I was here for six months, but I stayed longer than six months. So once you stay longer, the time that you're allowed to be here, uh, laws of immigration laws here in the States are completely different. So after that, the day you're supposed to be out of the country, um, you can get penalized for up to 10 years without being able to come back to the country. So wow. I didn't want to go back to, you know, I was like, I don't, I'm not going back. If I go back, even if I can go back and renew my visa, because at that point, my visa was about to expire like a year into it, you know? And um, I was like, if I go back first, I can risk everything and not be able to go back here in 10 years. And second, I don't want to go back to the place that was holding me back. So I need to, I, my only option at that point was just to stay here. You know what I mean? So. Incredible. Well, obviously you made the right choice. I mean, look at where you are today. So this is great. Thanks for sharing. So tell me a little bit about, you know, I know you touched on where you're at today, but if you want to dive into like your business and what, uh, how you deliver your, your services and a little bit about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, well, you know, uh, like I was mentioning, it's been a long journey to get here and to the point of now we are um, completely diving in real estate. And oh, my whole, during these 10 years being in the United States, I, I worked in sales, you know, so I always been around salespeople. I always been around, I love doing marketing, you know, I'm a great marketer and I'm not bragging, but I, I do come up with some crazy stuff sometimes. And um all that stuff, I, I was always passionate about it, you know? So eventually real estate caught my attention. You know, I, 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 at a certain point in my life, one of the most important things that I did is started to change my circle. You know, I'm a huge believer. And so one of the things that I help people with understanding, and sometimes when I coach in someone is how important your alignments are, your alignments are actually more important than your assignment. What that pretty, what that means is it doesn't matter what it is your goal in life. It doesn't matter what's your vision and what is your mission. If you're not aligned with the right people, you're never going to accomplish that. So 
when I started understanding that, I started getting into coaching and finding mentors and listening to successful people that would, when, when everything started really changing for me and started, I started understanding things in a different way, started having a different perspective. And I understood that the most important thing that I could ever decide to do in my life was to invest in myself. So one thing led to another one. Um, when I met my wife, she was in uh, property management and she was also passionate about learning about real estate. So she got into real estate first because I was still in sales. I was still doing marketing and lead generation. And then after we moved to Texas, um, I decided to get my to get my license right in the middle of the of the pandemic. Um, and that's how we got into real estate, you know. And Dallas is just such a crazy market for real estate, you know. It's like the rest of the country has been going through so many phases. I'm not telling you we're not going through phases here in Texas, but it's different. You know, like the market hasn't really slowed down at all. So until this point, we're still seeing like bidding wars and things like that, regardless if interest rates are going up, regardless if I don't know what what's going on in the country. I really don't pay much attention to it, but I'm busy. You know, I'm focused building something. But um, yeah, that's when we started in real estate. But for the past or actually this year, well, past years, it's already 2023, 2022 is already gone. Uh, this year, we started transitioning more into working with investors, you know, because it's a complete different ballgame. And because we're also getting in, into investing in real estate. And that's how we started promoting. Uh, we have, uh, again, alignments. We align with someone that is very, very powerful in real estate. And we partnered to start uh, the Airbnb management company here in Dallas. Um, and that's pretty much the other service that we added to our services that we provide as realtors, right? So when all that stuff happened, it's just so many changes happened this year. Uh, that's how we decided, okay, you know, it's time for us to start moving, working with investors because that's the way we want to go too. You know, that's what some of the things that we're doing as well. So uh, it's been a complete game changer. You know, it's, it's, I do have a hard time working with normal consumers, you know, so working with investors has been just a game changer because it's just like, easy simple fast people know exactly what they want so that's why our mission for our real estate business has changed and and, and our goal is really like you mentioned at the beginning is to help investors build wealth through real estate and not only when we say investors i'm not talking about experienced investors we are also helping people that are trying to get into real estate you know because one of the greatest things that happened to me this year is the opportunity to start teaching people who wants to learn about real estate, what it takes to invest in real estate, how important it is to invest in real estate, how powerful it is to invest in real estate and really start changing these people's mindset. Because a lot of the people that I have conversations with that they are trying to get into real estate as an investor, whether that's for long-term rentals or short-term rentals, AKA Airbnbs or they just want to buy a commercial, whatever it is, right? Wholesaling. There's so many ways they can go about real estate. Um, one of the things that I have noticed is, or that I'm grateful that I've been able to help these people is to switch that mindset from the consumer mindset to the investor mindset, right? And the opportunities that sometimes as a consumer, you don't see, because for example, so many people is like, man, but I don't know if I want to invest in a property, especially if you're a first time investor right you're buying your first investment property the most likely because you don't have a credibility with banks you don't have a record mm -hmm. of being good with your money most likely you're going to have to invest 
in a property, you're going to have to put down maybe 25 to 30%, and you're going to have probably 8 or 9% interest rate, right? Because with investors, because it's a major risk, um, interest are a little bit higher. Right. And people sometimes don't understand. They're like, man, how, do, how, how can I afford something like this and all that stuff? Well, first of all, you're not living there. This is an investment property, right? And regardless if on the front end looks like you're going to pay more in interest rates, you're going to have to put more down than just a regular consumer, right? On the back end, you have a lot of tax benefits. You have different ways that you can leverage the equity that you're going to start building for your um, in your real estate investment. So there's so many ways. It's just so complex that a lot of people don't see the whole game, you know, until you have the opportunity to explain them and start changing that mentality and the way they see it as a consumer instead of seeing things as an investor. You know what I mean? Yeah, start looking at it as an investment and as an investor for sure. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, using focus as a superpower? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, look around you. We live in a world where everything is a distraction, right? I cannot pick up my phone because that's what I'm using as a camera, but our phone is one of the most powerful tools we carry around, but it can become one of the biggest distractions. And I know in entrepreneurship, we always talk about distractions and the shiny object and people trying to get involved in several things. But when you take it a little bit deeper, even inside your business, you can create those distractions, you know, and really start losing focus on what it is that you want to go. So I'm a victim of it. You know, at some point I want to be, I was wanted to do real estate and marketing and e-commerce and all this and blah, blah, blah. And the lesson was not fun. <laughs> it was, a, it was, a, it was an important lesson in my career, you know, but I think a lot of people just see all this stuff online. And let's talk about the two different of shiny objects that I see and that affect your focus, you know, because like I said, yeah, focus is a superpower because if you focus on one thing long enough, you're going to reach the goal. You know what I mean? But like I was saying, so many people see all this stuff on social media, like get money in 90 days or 60 days, build something like that doesn't exist. Like the reality is that there's, this is how I always explain it. There's universal laws. And one of those universal laws that will never going to change is that if you want to be successful, you're going to have, you're going to have to work really hard and it's going to take you a long period of time because you have to become, you have to evolve into the type of person that can be a millionaire, the type of person that can handle a lot of money, a lot of employees, all those stuffs are responsibilities and those responsibilities bring with a lot of problems too, right? So you cannot become the person that has the mindset, the habits, and the discipline of a millionaire in 30, 90 days. It takes time to evolve and it takes time to become the person who can steward all that stuff in your life, right? So that's the first shiny object that I see. And now when I talk about distractions, right, inside your business, sometimes we have like, I was having a conversation with a friend about this, you know, and sometimes you start your business, right? And let's say in real estate, right now our focus is reels, right? We're crushing it with reels, we're generating a lot of organic leads through reels and we having a lot of fun and things like that. But then a lot of people, when they start having all this success using one strategy for marketing, for example, they start like, you know what? We should probably start doing Facebook ads or maybe you should start doing LinkedIn or maybe you should start doing YouTube shorts and things like that. And that's where the distraction starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what people don't understand is that you have to master your craft and you have to stay long enough. Yeah, you can start diversifying. But instead of you having to start diversifying and start putting the right people in place that can take everything, the craft that you have mastered 
and diversify, deploy to different platforms and things like that. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. It's so, you know, a lot, I find a lot of entrepreneurs often get that shiny object syndrome, you know, where it's like, let's try this, let's try, but let's just slow down and focus on one or two of those things. And really, like you said, master your craft in that area, you know? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that one of my mentors have taught me, and, and I would actually, I use him as an example sometimes because this dude, he just keep doing the same thing over and over. And the craft, that he mastered was how to write long posts and be a storyteller on social media. That's all he does every single day. And he's been doing it for 14 years. Every single day he does the same thing. And people tell ask me, yeah, but you know, I see him all the time on Instagram doing the reels or the stories, or I see him on, on YouTube or being pop, published on, on Forbes and things like that. Yeah, I know. I know he's doing all this stuff, but that's, he's diversifying. He keeps doing the same thing over and over again, but he has, his marketing team who picks everything that he creates, follow him around with video, right? And they are the one creating all this extra content, but he keeps perfecting the same craft that he started 14 years ago, you know? And that's what people don't understand. That's a tedious work that a lot of people are not willing to do, which is why there's only 1% of people that really reach certain goals, right? And there's 1% of that 1% that get, really gets to the top because it's the people willing to do the work long enough to build not only the character and the discipline and the habits, but to really get to that success. You know what I mean? It is like, I, I feel like I'm just getting started for me. It's been a 10 years journey, you know, but I obviously have a lot of limitations in between being illegal because I couldn't go and get an LLC, <laughs> right? Right, but, right. You know, a few years ago, I got married to the idea of like, uh, there's no such thing as finish line. You know, my finish line is the day I'm going to be six feet under, <laughs> under the ground. That's my finish line. But before that, I can stop growing. I cannot stop working. I cannot stop getting better. You know, you have to continue to get better every single day, but pick what you're like, pick what you're good at, pick your passion and start getting distracted. Once you build something and it's running on its own, that business doesn't need you, then go build the next thing. You know what I mean? Love it. Absolutely. So what would you say the four W's for a successful podcast would actually, you know what, hang on. I think I'm going to switch up the question before we get into the podcast, because that's going to be a conversation of its own. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, mindset and work, work ethic and overcoming those limiting beliefs. Um, you know, I know we kind of touched on a little bit of of stuff leading up to this, but um, if you have some inspiration and value to add to that, that would be awesome, I think, and very relatable to my listeners. Absolutely. You know, I love talking about this topic because I'm huge into leadership, but when I talk about leadership, I talk about self-leadership, and I think that's everything, where everything starts. So if some of your listeners, that's what they're trying to do, you know, how can I lead myself better? How can I start self developing myself and and do better in my relationships, in my business, like in every area of life, you know, like the first thing that you have to understand is that being successful, being an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you just go and develop a business and, and make millions of dollars and become successful. You have other areas of your life and everything is just one thing that you have to really pay attention to, right? But everything starts with self-leadership, right? Everything, everything starts in my mind, the way I see it, it starts with three things. When you understand that there's only three things that you can control in the entire universe, and that is how you think, how do you react, 
and how do you act? So your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions, that's the only three things that you can control. Outside of those three, there's absolutely nothing you can control. So when you start understanding that, then you need to start controlling your thinking, right? You need to start changing the way you think. We all, we did, we were not born with limited beliefs, but throughout our lives, those limited beliefs came to us and those thoughts became emotions and those emotions became habits, right? And those sometimes are actions that we're not even aware of, right? We just act out of it. So the most important thing you have to do is to bring those things to your awareness. So part of your self-development is to really understand where you are, who you are as a person, and what are the things that you need to change and what are the habits you need to change, right? And most of the time people get stuck because they try to think, change things around them when the reality is that the only thing that is going to affect everything around you is going to be the change that you do inside of you, right? And what all this starts is start with your gratitude, right? Because if you're grateful, you're not going to, like, gratitude is the door that opens everything else in your life, you know? And, and I know it's kind of like, I know nowadays it's kind of like corny to talk about gratitude because everybody really like, loves to talk about it, but it's the truth. You know, if you're not grateful for where you are right now, you're never going to be grateful where you're going to be in 10 years because you can get to the top in 10 years, 20 years, be successful, but still you're going to be bitter and lonely, right? <laughs> so what's the point of working your butt off and doing all this stuff if you're not going to be able to enjoy it? But when you start enjoying the process, not only when you get to the goal, you start really, really seeing the value of seeing yourself developing, seeing yourself like, man, I, I see myself a month ago. It's like, I'm doing better, right? I'm feeling better. Other part that is important for your self-development and, and it is it is your, your health, you know? Your health, this is how I see it. So your gratitude, your health or your genetics, right? And what I'm talking about that is not only working out and all that stuff, but also what you put in your body and in your mind, right? Like if you watch the news, you have to turn off the TV and start putting attention and start feeding your mind with the right things, right? That's part of your health. And then your finances, how you do in business, are you educating yourself? Are you continue educating yourself about business, about how you can do things better, about how to steward your money and things like that? And then your group, which is your family, right? Which when I talk about family, not necessarily I'm talking about the family you were born in, right? Because most of the time, like in my case, I had to separate myself from them for 10 years. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here with you having this conversation. But we have our right. family of choice, right? You have, and, and we all have people in our family try to bring us down, you know? And I know it's hard, mm -hmm. but sometimes you have mm -hmm. to separate yourself from those people if you really want to grow. And that's where you find your family of choice, the people that you surround yourself with. Remember, we were talking about alignment. So if you focus on those things, and in my case, I like to add faith. You know, I believe in God. And I believe that I would not be able to be here and be grateful if he wouldn't put the air in, the lung, in my lungs, right? So for 100%. me, that's that's important. For me, that's very, very important. I don't even start my day without having without having some time for devotion or reading my Bible and all that stuff. I don't start working until I get that done. It is non-negotiable. Yeah, and I think like before you go to work, work on yourself, right? Before anything else. Exactly. You know, it all a lot starts of people, with yeah, a lot of people be, lives in these reactive state of mind. You know, they just wake up late and then their the whole day story about it but the whole day is a shit show right 100 percent, yes you have to I be intentional you. you know you have to be very intentional you have to plan you have to that you have to that you know a lot of people the reason why they live like that because they're not they're not, they're not clearing what they want first of all they don't clear what they want 
in life. They don't care where they want to go. They don't have a vision for their life. They don't have a vision for their families. They don't have a vision for their relationship. They don't have a vision for their business. They don't have a vision for themselves. That's why they end up in bad relationship. That's why they end up broken, bankrupt. That's why they end up unhealthy, putting all their money that they made back into a freaking hospital because they don't have a vision for themselves. So until you don't get clear on what vision do you want for your life, what are you going to aim for if you don't have that clarity, right? So once you have that clarity, then you can start planning and how, how, start planning how your perfect day looks like, right? And that's when I wrote down my perfect day a couple of years ago, that is exactly how I live my day. I wake up every single day at the same time. And the first thing that I do is I pray, I go into the bathroom, I do my affirmations, I say things, positive things to myself so I can rewire my brain and, and make sure I start my day with the right foot, brush my teeth, get ready, go to the gym, get my ass kicked for an hour and a half at the gym, go back, take a shower, eat breakfast, that's what I read my book, read my Bible, read my Stoic. And after I'm done with that, then I go to work. And from 9.30 to 5 o'clock, that's my time when I work. At 5 o'clock, I clock out. I don't give a, I don't care unless your house is on fire, I will answer the phone. But if not, I'm not answering, you know, because you have to be right. intentional. You have to set those boundaries too, because a lot of people think that you have to work 16 hours a day. No, if you're intentional with your time, if you have a calendar, if you're intentional with the tasks that you have to do every single day, I promise you that you don't need even eight hours or six hours. You can get it done in four hours and you have the rest of the day to do whatever the hell you want. If you're intentional, hundred percent. I agree. Exactly. Thank you so much for sharing that. It is so valuable and it's true. You've got to do the work for within first before you go to work. And when you're at work, if you're doing that self-development and stuff before work, you're going to have such a good, you're already on the right track for the day. Yep. It sets the tone. It really does. Sets the tone for the day. And I know when I have off days and I miss that self-development time before I go straight to work, my whole day is off, you know? Mine so too. super important, super important. Yeah. Take care of your, take care of your mind and take care of your body first thing in the morning. And I promise you, your day is going to be good the rest of the day. I love this. So true. So would you say that's almost the core foundation or part of the core foundation uh, to lead a great life in business? Simply that absolutely. starting with you know? that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because like I was telling you, um, not only when you not only have to understand what you really can control in life, but you also have to be intentional to where you want to go. People perish right. because they don't have a vision, you know, and really taking the time for you to break down how that vision that looks like for you, you know, like whatever it is important for you, like what type of business you want to have, like what type of like mm -hmm. everything, like when you get down to the details, the more you're going to be, the, the, you're actually going to bring that into your life, you know, because your mind is, that's when focus comes to, right? If you get yourself, if you get your mind, if you take the time to write down exactly what is the vision for every area of your life, guess what? That's what your mind is going to focus on. It's going to put it in the back of your head. And that's what it's going to start pursuing. And you're going to start taking actions and you're going to start building different things. You're going to start being aware of different habits that are not taking you in that direction because you already put it in the back of your head, in the back of your head, you already know exactly where you want to go. So your mind is going to lead you towards that goal. And you're going to start changing those habits and the things that can stop you from getting there, you know? Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the podcast. When did you start the podcast? What were your intentions behind it? And where are you at today? 
Well, so when I started the podcast, it's funny because I had to rebrand my podcast. Um, when I first started my podcast, I was, uh, I had a small marketing company. We were doing um, marketing, um, social media marketing for, for breweries because I am a fan of beer. You know, I love beer. So Me I, started too, actually. <laughs> I started a company called the Marketing Brewing Company, and it was just marketing for breweries and tap rooms. And I started the podcast because I realized that in that industry, you know, there was really nothing going on about self-development and entrepreneurship and all that stuff. So that was the main, the main goal I have with the podcast. And also to start just putting my message out there, you know, unfortunately, um, that business didn't work. You know, that industry, um, I'm really not trying to talk shit about nobody, but they're not really interested in developing themselves, you know? And um, the message that I had in the podcast didn't really resonate with them because that's it, because I don't know, you know, that's just the mindset of the industry. And that's why they're still struggling after even the pandemic, just because they're almost got wiped out of the face of the earth, <laughs> to be honest, because that my, that mentality. So eventually um, continue to do the mark. Uh, that's when I got into real estate. I said, okay, it's time for me to join my wife in real estate because he was already planted, but plans changed. I started doing it earlier. I got into real estate and then we decided to make that our main business. <clears throat> and at that point, I was like, I need to change this. You know, I need to change the, the, the brand. I need to change the focus. At the same time, I started the way of the modern beast, which is pretty much something that I'm turning, going to be turned into like a coaching thing for men. Um, but it's a whole brand e-commerce for, for men. I'm selling beer products with that. And I'm going to start introducing some shaving line and t-shirts and things like that for men whole idea is to build like, like an apparel company for men you know you can order your fancy subscription box and get your cigars or your scotch or your bourbons and the whole nine yards anyway <laughs> that's a story for another day but <laughs> you know the way of the modern beast has become part of my brand as the self-development part of, of the things that i like to do and, and really help people and teach and coach people so that's how I tied up the way of the modern beast with the chronicles of a modern beast, you know, and which the whole goal of the podcast is to really help people go from good to great, you know, uh, help them develop themselves, help them break free from fear, you know, and really start tapping into their potential and inspire them to do that. So that's pretty much the whole purpose of my podcast. I've been doing it for almost three years now, you know, so it's been a fun ride. Amazing. And what would you say um, for the podcast, you know, um, what are four W's for successful podcasts? I mean, I know yours is one of the top podcasts for entrepreneurs. So do you mind diving into the four W's for successful podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because um, this year my podcast got into the 2% globally, but it was because Incredible. of the- but thank you. But it was because of the clarity. Again, everything comes with clarity. Mm -hmm. You know how in business we talk about when you go into whatever business, you need to have a customer avatar, right? Who's your ideal client? Yes. So really the, get crystal clear on who it is. Exactly. So the same thing happens when you want to start a podcast, right? You have to have clarity of who's going to be that audience that you want to get your message across, right? So those four dollars that I use to when I came out with it, when I rebranded the whole thing, because at the beginning, I just was just like, okay, let's call it the brewing business show because it's for breweries, right? 
but I really didn't get clear on all this stuff, which is pretty much why probably they didn't really pay attention in that industry. So I grabbed these four dollars, and those four dollars pretty much is what is the podcast about, right? So you need to get clear on what it's going to be about, right? It's going to be for entrepreneurs, right? But if you want to get a little bit more clear too, like what type of entrepreneurs, like you, for example, you focus on six business, uh, six figure business owners, right, or more, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you're yeah. Yeah, it's for entrepreneurs where you're going a little bit more into the niche of people that already have six-figure business establishments or even more, right? So that's what your podcast is about. Like you're trying to help people around, you're, you're helping people in the six-figure numbers, right? Pretty much. Yeah. For me, it's really helping people going from good to great. So who is the podcast about? That's what you're going to get clear that who is that person that you want to speak to, right? Who is that right. person that, that, that you want to inspire? How do they look like? Like you have to think about like, what they're going through in life, what are their challenges, right? Kind of like build that avatar of your ideal audience. Yeah, so that is relatable. Yeah, and then number three, where the podcast is going to take them, right? So for example, if you have a podcast for six-figure business owner, right? Maybe the goal is to take them from six figures to seven and eight. Mm -hmm. So when you get that clarity, right? Then you can start knowing, getting clear, like, okay, so if I'm helping people going from six to seven, what type of guests I need to bring to my show, right? And then the fourth one is you need to answer yourself this question, why, why they should listen to you, right? Right. Like, why are they going to listen to you? Because you have the experience, because you have the ability or the network to bring the right guest, or because you pretty much have, have built a successful company, you can use that experience to inspire others and have conversations that can help others get to where they want to go. So that's pretty much the four dollars that I use to create that. That's incredible. It's so true getting crystal clear on who it is you're looking to attract, who's your audience, who do you want to work with? That is so important when when, when scaling, you know, and a lot of people are too, a lot of uh, business owners are just too broad. And uh, so just getting really crystal clear on who, uh, what your niche is, you know, and taking yeah, I, it from there and you'll see the difference. I know exactly what you're talking about being there, you know, yeah, uh, being yeah. the person that has been too broad. And then I think like, everyone, I think everyone has every entrepreneur, hundred percent. It's hard to narrow it down because a lot of people, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs um, are nervous, you know, what if I can't find those, you know, higher level entrepreneurs that I want to work with or those people that can afford my program or whatever the offer might be. You know, they're worried about not being able to find those people, but those people exist. And if you narrow it down, it's going to make a world of difference. You just, you yeah. really have to just believe it, right? And, you know, I think something that you just mentioned right now, and one of the reasons why I believe entrepreneurs get so distracted too, is because, um, first of all, like most entrepreneurs are creatives, right? Like right. I'm a visionary. I'm not an yeah. integrator. You know, I create visions. I build stuff. But I'm the type of person that I build something. And then at a certain point, I need someone to carry that for me, you know, because I I hit a ceiling and that's because I'm I'm my creativity, right? My creativity doesn't go this way, goes this way, right? So I need someone that can take all this, put it in this little place and go up, you know? So when you that's that's why it's important to start understanding and it's part of the self-development to understand the type of personality that you have. That if, you, if you're you're the type of you're the creative person you are the integrator like for example my wife she 
doesn't like to be in front of the camera, right? I'm the one loving doing all the marketing, doing the reels, the videos, the podcasts, the interviews, all that stuff, right? Coming with different ideas and putting a lot of stuff together, like in real estate, for example, right? I think that's why we're such a good team because I understand the whole thing, but I freaking hate the paperwork, <laughs> you know, but she right. doesn't. So most of the time I have my assistant and things like that, but like the clients I take care of, I do everything. For, and that's that how I understood that I can create certain things, but I need someone and that's, there's nothing wrong about it. You know, like there's, that's why, that's why you need to build when you scale in a business or you starting to get into business and you get a certain point where you need to start adding people into your team is so they can start deploying all those other things that you're not good at. Right. So right. we added our assistant, we other people in our team and things like that. So I know that I can carry our clients to a certain point, but once all the paperwork starts, it's like, get me out of here. I don't like you guys take care of all that. I don't even look at my email. Like they, they take care of my email. <laughs> you know, they just give me the, 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 the important thing. They just send me a text or hey. Be aware of this. This is happening, but I I cannot I I I go crazy if I try to right. You can't do all the paperwork. Yeah, I and I think it's like impossible, darn near impossible to scale if you're not willing to outsource those other you know things that you, you could you could put your focus into so much more um, important things in the business. And if you can outsource those other things that you're not a fan of, where people are actually really you know enjoy doing that kind of stuff, like. It complements the business. I mean, you can do yeah. the interviewing and stuff that you enjoy and that are, and that is a strength for you. And then, you know, if you have a weakness with the paperwork and stuff like that, that can go to someone else, you know, and it complements the business um, that way as well, you know, so. Absolutely. You know, and I think that's, is a, is a big, I'm not, don't get me wrong. It's a big step every entrepreneur needs to take when you start delegating things. And the reality is that if you want to start growing a business, you need to start doing the $10 task, you know? Mm -hmm. hundred dollar task you need to focus on what's going to bring you the most and delegate yeah. all those little tasks to other people mm -hmm. right because yeah. i mean that's why you, i mean that's how you do it right obviously i'm not yeah. saying because you're delegating a ten dollar task to someone that they're less no i'm not saying that but it's just like that's a, that's no. that's why you have different people in your organization and if you're building a business and you have a goal to have several employees and things like that i i'm a huge believer that your goal should be like for me my goal is to one day have seven figure earners in my payroll you know have have six figure earners in your payroll seven seven love it yeah you know love it so pedro what would you say your biggest focus and desire for 2023 is gonna be uh real estate investments you know we're going hard in all the real estate investment side, um, which is pretty much already getting crazy. <laughs> it's, it's because, you know, we, we try, we have combined um, the real estate services um, with the Airbnb management services that we provide. And that has opened a couple of other opportunities. So now we have this complete hub where we can take people from how we can get them into buying an investment property, whether that's for long-term rental again or short-term. And if they want to mm -hmm. go the short-term route, like take them from start to finish into getting the properties ready uh, for Airbnbs and things like that, right? And furnish it. We have designers, we have contracts, we have everything that we need to make sure that we can put up an Airbnb, make it successful and manage the, the, the whole thing for them. 
that's our main focus for 2023 when it comes to, it. to the business side. Yeah. Any any focus with the what is the biggest desire and focus for the podcast? Well, you know, um four months ago we found this cool um office space here in Frisco where we live. We live in Frisco, Texas, okay. which is pretty much uh north side of Dallas. And um they have like podcast studios and things like that. That's why I have this studio now, you know. Love <laughs> so, that. I'm, I was wondering. I am, yeah, I am switching the whole um, dynamic. I'm going to start doing more solo episodes, sharing my experience. Um, I have so many topics I can discuss, but also I am going to stop having online guests and I'm just going to start having in-person guests uh, because okay. I have the space. I have the space, I have the equipment, and right. I have done the, the past few um I think three, four episodes that I did was in, with in-person guests, and it is a completely different game, you know. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So and so were the guests just from Dallas or around the Texas or well, you know, we have a lot of events happening. So the strategy is gonna be to try to book as many people as possible when they're in town. Um, hey, yeah. for our events for the events that we have for our network plus i have i i can have guests for an entire year that live here in dallas <laughs> so this is yeah. exciting yeah amazing pedro this has been absolutely very much uh inspiring everything that you took us through uh it's going to be so relatable to my listeners and it was for myself as well um you know the valuable insights that you shared is exactly what i'm looking for on this show so i just want to thank you again for coming on and you know if anyone's looking to get in contact with you with what you have to offer um what would be the best way to go ahead and connect uh yes um but first of all thanks for having me you know i really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be in your podcast and hopefully this can help someone out there you know oh it will uh, and the- it's my pleasure yeah, the easiest way to find me, you can either go to uh, Pedro Menezes. My last name, you spell it at M-E-N-E-S-E-S. If you know how to spell Pedro, uh, shame on you, you know. Pedro online. That's pretty much, you can find all the links through my social media. Or you can just find me as Pedro Menezes on all my social media. You know, everything is public. So I don't, I don't hide. I don't need to hide anything from nobody. So uh, you can just send me a DM. You know, um, takes me a little bit to respond because all those notifications are off, but you can always reach out. I will get back to you. So yeah, those are the two easiest ways to find me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Pedro. This has been absolutely amazing. And I'm so happy we were able to make this work. Um, you guys, if you're looking to connect with Pedro, now you know how he he knows what he's up to and he's doing amazing things. So if you have any questions and want to connect, now you know how. Thanks so much, guys. And if you're looking to come on the show, just like Pedro did today, to share about your journey, your business, and a little bit about the podcast, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much, Pedro. Catch Thank you on the you. next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. 
Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.